It's the next level. And now for the show that's truly too hot to handle. It's the melting pack, and it starts right now. You're listening to the melting pack. Here's your host, Pat Joplin. Boy, thank you, Jerome. Hello, my friends. Welcome to the show, The Melting Path, the Next Level Network. Today, we got a lot to do, and, uh, well, I don't know if it's a lot to do, but we're on a time crunch because I got stuff for the oven. So, we're just going to jump right in. Uh, today, we're doing something because, uh, well, I'll be honest with you, there's not a lot happening with me right now. I mean, next week's going to be a big show, our Thanksgiving episode, and it's probably the most work that I'll be doing for that show ever. Um, it's really fun. I'm looking forward to it. So today I figured I'd take it easy. So I'm going to do a, a movie review because, um, yeah, I'm lazy. All right. That's what it is. That's all. I'm lazy. And I didn't want to come up with real show notes. So I decided to watch a movie instead and uh, and I'll talk about it for, I don't know, a half hour or so, however long it takes me to get through. But yeah, I watched a movie called The Turkey Bowl. Very topical. And how did I come across this? Well, I opened up Hulu the other day, and uh, it just popped up and said, hey, you might like this. And I'll tell you what, I did. I did enjoy it, and I think I know why. So we're going to talk about that. Um, I'll dive into it as best I can. We also have a game of the week for week 11. It is a gross one, but like I've said over the last several weeks, a lot of these games are disgusting. So that's just what we're, we're just going to lean into it as best we can and, um, and try to have some fun. So we'll do that. Hopefully, we'll hear from the captain. And that's all. I got some updates, but I will save them for another time because, uh, again, I got stuff in the oven. So, <laughs> so you know, if you want me to talk about Britney Spears or the Cleveland Guardians, I'll get to it. Just not today. The first thing we're doing today, as is tradition when we play songs from this band, is we have our friends High Street. Their new song is out now. It is different from what we've heard from them so far. A lot of, well, there's stuff that we've heard kind of kicks you in the ass and it's... uh it's upbeat and you're ready to go. This one, we're going to slow it down. And uh, like the DJ said when you were in middle school, you can separate now, right? Girl, guys on one side, girls on the other, because nobody wants to slow dance, right? Uh, you can come together. You can do whatever you want. This is, uh, I'm sorry. I thought this was America. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> anyway, Pat, you said you're on a time crunch. You're sitting here doing stuff. You're right. You are right. High Street, uh, highstreetofficial.com is where you can find more from them. They have an album coming called Revival. That is out December 10th. Speaking of December 10th, they will be playing a show at Molly Malone's Irish Pub in Los Angeles on that day, and on December 16th at Trip in Santa Monica, California, and uh, High Street. Uh, I'm sorry, High Street Official, there we go, dot com slash tour for information and how to get tickets and all that. That is where you go get the thing, and uh, they appear again courtesy of Trend PR. Thank you very much for reaching out, and... Uh, let me play more songs. So this one, uh, again, a little different, and it is a bit of a longer song. I, why do I tell you that? Not for a bad reason, just to let you know. I would want to know what I'm in for when uh, things are about to go down. So here is the latest from our friends High Street. It is called Light of Hope. This is the Melty Pat on the Next Level Network. I've walked for my Far I've 
there you have it, our friends, High Street, with their latest Light of Hope. That's available now as the Melting Pat on the Next Level Network. I started on the right note and just decided I'm just going to, you know, improvise. That's what guitar players do, right? I mean, not me. I can't solo for But I... <laughs> But I had a lot of fun with that one, too. Highstreetofficial.com. They're never coming back. Uh, to find out more from them, they're on tour in December. And the new album, Revival, comes out December 10th. So check that out when uh, when it hits the thing. All right, there you go. And again, they appear courtesy of Trend PR. Thank you very much for reaching out. There you go. I'm sorry I butchered all of the solo riffs on the songs there. Um, but if it makes you feel better, I had fun doing it. Is that Does that matter for anything at all? No? All right. Um, so here's what we're going to do. I am going to, uh, well, we're going to do the movie review. Don't you worry. Uh, but I'm going to pause because I got to go check on my food. And then that gives you a chance to go watch the movie. I mean, you know, as far as the show, it'll be like a second or two and maybe a sound effect, maybe not. And then I'll get into the thing. But I will give you a chance to watch the movie. It is called The Turkey Bowl and it is streaming on Hulu in the U.S., it came out in 2019. It got some pretty good reviews from the audience, and uh, I recognize one actor's name. Uh, it's Matt Jones, who was Badger in Breaking Bad, and coincidentally, the mascot for the high school where he attended is the Badger. So I don't know if that's connected or what, but I thought it was funny. So the synopsis, ah, before we get to the thing, a man is pulled back to his rural hometown by his high school friends on Thanksgiving to finish the Turkey Bowl, a football game against their crosstown rivals that was snowed out 15 years prior. And um, yeah, pretty accurate description there. Uh, directed by Greg Coolidge, who if you don't know, and I didn't know any of this, he directed Employee of the Month, a movie I enjoyed, wrote Ride Along, another movie I enjoyed, and he's also writing on the Expendables TV series. Now, I didn't even know that there was going to be an Expendables TV series, but uh, you know, you learn, so you look things up for the show and sometimes you learn valuable information. Is that valuable for any of you? I don't, maybe you hate, you're going to hate the movie and it won't be valuable. And you're like, wow, this guy, yeah, I don't want to watch that show. But anyway, uh, it piqued my interest and that's why I wanted to share it with you. So I will pause. Here's a sound effect or just nothing, just silence for a second or a half second or whatever. And then we're going to talk about all about uh, the Turkey Bowl that is uh, currently streaming in the U.S. on Hulu. So here we go. You can't just get naked without my consent. It's like a thing. Alrighty, So here we go. Hope you, uh, if you watched the movie. In that brief, well, if you like pause the show and then watch the movie, I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, I sure did. I really did. And this is going to sound a little different because I've recorded the rest of the show already. Like it's all done. I'm doing this separately because I had to go get my food and move some things around. And uh, there you go. So did you need to know that? Probably not, but I don't know. Um, I'm sure it's fine. So yeah, the turkey bowl. Uh, we already did the synopsis. We're good there. Uh, I don't know what sound effect I put, but anyway. I uh, I enjoyed I wasn't sure about it. I didn't know, like, I knew nothing about it. Didn't watch the trailer, just read the synopsis and saw the uh, the picture on Hulu. And I was like, all right, this seems interesting. Again, I recognized one actor from it. And uh, maybe I did recognize some other people as I was watching it. But uh, going in, I knew one person and decided, you know what? I'm not going to let that deter me from enjoying this. And I, I really did. So, yeah, he uh, so we start with this guy who is, you know, successful, he works in a high-rise in the city, and he's trying to, like, he's got it made, right? He's got the fiancé, or he's going to propose to the fiancé, who uh, 
who's rich and powerful and her family's powerful. And he keeps getting these cards from his uh, high school friends about come for Thanksgiving and they all, they're all crude and, and gross and like a lot of wieners. And his friend sends him a picture of him like he's naked and all his friends are naked. Like the high school friends, like they all just send him naked pictures all the, all the time. And I'm really grateful I'm not friends with anyone from high school, really, because I don't want that. <laughs> so this guy, like, he's got a maid. He's clearly moved far away. Uh, we learned that he lives in Chicago, and he grew up and went to high school in Oklahoma. And so clearly, like, he has distanced himself from that life. Like, he wants nothing to do with it, nothing doing for his hometown. So he's got a big presentation at work. He's got a, He's going to go away for the week to be with his, uh, well, hopefully his fiance and her family. And then right before they're getting ready to leave, he learns that her dad is about to run for president. So he's a senator, and he's about to run for president. And he's like, oh, man, now I, you know, I'm about to be made. And that also comes with the president, presidential hopeful. How about that? He basically said, hey, kid, watch your ass, right? So you got to keep on. And he's got a guy tailing him, his Secret Service guy, I guess, or whoever that was. And so he's like, all right, so you got to keep everything on the up and up. But then we learn that the friend who has been sending him all these cards with lewd photos, uh, we find out, well, he finds out, he's told that this guy died. So he goes back to his hometown and goes to the local watering hole, and it turns out that's a ruse. That's a fake. He pulled the fake, and he basically like, yeah, we want to finish this game that got snowed out 15 years ago. And the thing about this town, is, and you know, you learn that as we go along, is first of all, they're all really into this game, like this high school football game, like all these guys who are in their 30s. And they're like, yeah, high school football, we got to do it. And they're really, I don't want to say stuck in a time warp, but it kind of feels that way. Like they're all stuck in 1999 with, you know, when the game didn't get played or didn't get finished, they all kind of stayed there. Like this town kind of didn't progress. And we learn a little bit about that later, but it's just like, they're all kind of stuck in like this high school football thing is really serious. And he runs and he's at the bar, he runs into who I'm assuming at the time is, was his high school sweetheart. And yes, they were, they were together. Like there was clearly right away, you could tell there was something between these two people. I'm like, okay, so we're building, uh, you know, these characters, letting them flesh out. And then of course, uh, there's the town bully who has become a realtor. Cause why wouldn't like, I feel like town bullies often become, realtors or car salesmen like anything where you can make a lot of money yes but you also have to kind of be a on top of it and like if you peaked in high school and you still well i guess if you still think you are in high school and like you're still kind of walking around with the same swagger of a high school quarterback then you become a realtor and or uh, like a car salesman or something and you make like you make money and you make it in your hometown and then you're just a jerk to everybody. And that's kind of this guy. And of course, this buddy, this town bully, his name, what's his name? Ronnie. Why wouldn't it be Ronnie? He has a twin sister, and his twin sister is just trying to have sex with uh, this main character, whose name is Patrick, by the way. And the, the twin sister keeps calling him which uh, I really, I'm going to coin that because I don't want anyone to use that on me. So yeah, I know what they said. And if you watch the movie, then you also know, and you may use it probably. No, you may not, but you will because uh, you're mean. Um, so they're kind of there's a fight scene kind of outside the bar, like this local bar that this guy who was on this team. So it's Putnam is the good guy's team, 
and the bad guys team is called Noble, the Putnam Badgers and the Noble Knights. So the one of the Putnam guys owns this bar, and they decide, hey, you know, let's put some stakes on this game. Like we're trying to finish this game that from 15 years ago that for some reason, like everyone involved on both teams is really into and really wants to finish the game. It just really, I don't know, maybe because I didn't go to my local high school, I had no real connection to the team. I didn't go to any of my high school football games either, but I uh, like I had no real connection to the high school team and I had no real, like I didn't put my roots down, I guess, and didn't really get involved in all of that. So I don't have any kind of nostalgic connection for my high school team, but these people do. And I imagine there are small towns all over the world, all over the country, I guess, uh, that are like this. Sorry, I'm, I'm kicking wires now. Um, that are like this, where people get really into the high school football and really uh, just kind of dive in with both feet, as it were. And that's kind of uh, kind of where we are in this town, in Putnam, Oklahoma. So yeah, they put stakes on the game. They said, all right, if we win the good guys, then you, Ronnie, realtor guy, uh, you stop buying up the town, you stay on your side of the tracks, and if we, if you guys win, I'll give you the bar. So like, all right, cool. They got stakes on the game. There's a fight, the cops show up, and our main guy, Patty Pat, gets arrested. And because everybody is into this game, like the guy who arrested him is on his same team, but he also takes his job very seriously. And the judge who is about to arraign him is also really into the game and wants the turkey bowl to be replayed or finished, resumed, I should say. And so they decide, hey, you can either spend 30 days in jail, and again, Patty Pat still wants to get out of here and go to Colorado with his hopeful fiance and her family, because he wants to propose on Thanksgiving Day. That's his plan, and they decide, the judge says, hey, 30 days in jail, which he doesn't want, or you play in the turkey bowl. You play in the game. So he, of course, is like, all right, well, uh, I don't want to be here any longer than I have to. So yeah, fine. I'll play in the game. Uh, he's the quarterback, by the way. So I'll play in the game. Fine. We'll do it. It's fine. Let's go. And yeah, it's a legit game. Like it's pads and all 11 on 11. Like it's all the guys from high school and the guys for putting them are, you know, fat and out of shape and, you know, have really, uh, they're the guys who peaked in high school and never like went further. And the noble guys are still in good shape and they're just a bunch of jerks. Like they peaked in high school, but then also mentally never left and physically never left because they're in good shape. So it's kind of where we are. Uh, Oklahoma apparently takes their football very seriously. Do I have any Oklahomans out there? Anybody in Oklahoma listening to the show, can you tell me if this is legit? Like, do Oklahomans take their high school football this seriously? I imagine they do. Um, so Patty Pat's staying with his mom, uh, staying with his parents. His bedroom is completely unchanged because that just seems to fit. <laughs> and also... Of course, he's a big city guy. He works in a suit, and he's a vegetarian now because their their family, the fiance's family, are uh, they're I don't know they're weird. So nothing against vegetarians. That's just how like the town is like. Wow, what a weirdo! Get out of here. Um, so yeah, his bedroom is unchanged, and again, everyone is getting into this. Even the cheerleaders are getting back together, and the cheerleaders, some of them are married to some of the players, and so they're like, all right, let's go. We're going to get in on this as well. And it turns out the town bully, Ronnie, the realtor, is kind of off and on dating the guy, uh, Patty Pat's high school sweetheart, whose name is Jen, by the way. Um, I know, names. I'm really bad at those, uh, even in real life, maybe especially in real life. So 
they're together. Maybe it turns out they work together. Uh, he's her boss. And so they're off and on. They're off, you know, whatever. You know how those things go. And everyone, like I said, in this town seems to be kind of stuck in 1999. Like they're stuck. This game has just encompassed the entire town and everybody wants it. Everybody wants to see this game. Let's go. And all the while, like all this is happening and my dude's lying to this girl. Like she keeps calling him and he's like, oh yeah, the funeral. And I'm the executor of his will and all this other stuff. And she seems like an idiot. Like, I know that you think like, oh, she has to have some idea that he's lying and that something is going on. It really seems like she has no clue what's happening and that she's a complete moron. So I just thought that was funny. And I kind of hope that she never figured it out. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so here's what happened. I mentioned that uh, the town kind of stagnated after this turkey bowl. It turns out that the rival town, the Noble Knights, won the state title in 1999. So even though the game didn't get finished, they went on to win the title. And then that put them on the map. People knew where they were. And that, you know, let this guy Ronnie get a lot of money in his realtor business. And I didn't say realtor. I thought about adding another syllable. I thought it'd be funny. But so they're on the map, Noble, the rival town. And Putnam just kind of stayed in place. And they didn't do so well. And everybody kind of traced it back to this turkey bowl that got snowed out in the storm of the century. And I'm just like, ah, well, hmm. And again, I'm sure like some towns have something like this happen, like some kind of cataclysmic event, if you can call it that, where that's your like a turning point for your town in a good way or a bad way. So, um, so there you go. So finally, Patty Pat decides like the whole time, He's like, I don't want to be here. I don't want to do any of this. I just, I want to go home. I want to go to my girlfriend's place in Colorado. I'm going to propose. I'm going to be a made man. My dad, my father-in-law is going to be president. It's going to be great. But now he finally decides, like, I can't take this anymore. So he goes to, uh, like, we need to get our coach back. So he goes to the old folks' home where this coach is living. Turns out there's a reason he's living there. And uh, <laughs> there are some very funny scenes where he's staying with one of the players because they, you know, rock, paper, scissors for it, and he lost, and he's staying with one of the players, and he just, he keeps waking, like, throughout the rest of the movie, you see him kind of uh, just randomly going up to this guy. Is it game time yet? Is it game time? No, coach, go back to bed. And that happened several times, and it made me laugh every time. Like, I knew it was coming, and it still made me laugh every time. So they get the, uh, the coach out of the old folks' home, and it doesn't start off so well. Maybe this isn't going to go well for them at all. So the town really getting into it. They love it. They're all about it. And at this point, okay, so it's the big Thanksgiving Day parade. And of course, Patty Pat and Jen are named Grand Gobble Marshals of the parade. And at this point, I, I made the prediction. I wrote this down. Uh, this guy's 100% going to leave his fiance for Jen by the end of this. Like, this is going to be like a Hallmark movie. You know, the city slicker comes back to his hometown and rides off into the sunset, breaks it off with the uh, the dumbass girlfriend who's rich and uh, wants to, you know, keep him away from this old lifestyle. At this point, I've predicted 100% this guy is going to leave her for the small town girl. So that's where I am. I don't know if you got there at this point too, but that's where I landed. I mean, maybe that's, uh, I don't know. I've watched too many of these movies, but uh, <laughs> so it looks like they're really going to get into it and really play. And Ronnie's like, you know what, man? Let's make a deal. He's like sneaks into his parents' house. Weirdly, he just appears in his bedroom. And he's like, man, you leave. I got you a plane ticket back to Chicago. You leave. No game. We, I'll stay on our, our side of the tracks. We won't take the bar. The bet's off. 
And so he's like, all right. So he thinks about it. And like the ticket's always there. Like it doesn't leave. It doesn't, he doesn't like throw it away or rip it up. So he's still kind of considering it, even though he's gotten into the spirit of the game a little bit. He got the coach back and he really thinks that like, well, maybe we can do this. And then it's at this point that the future president, his his future father-in-law, learns that he got arrested. So he learns the real story that he got arrested for the bar fight. And that's why he's not in Colorado with them. And meanwhile, Ronnie's like, you know what? I don't know if he's going to take my deal. So what we're going to do is we're going to mess around. And he uh, acts, I don't know if it's accidental. I feel like his plan was to set some on fire in the locker room. And he did. And then he's trying to get away. And he knocks over one of the stadium lights and just destroys the field completely. So everything was set ablaze. And he's wrecked it because he's trying not to play this game, right? He doesn't want to play the game. He doesn't want to lose because that's embarrassing, right? So then uh, the team, the Putnam guys, decide we're going to have a pep rally because uh, Patty Pat's parents aren't home. So they decide we're going to have a party at your parents' house. And they do, of course. It's a party. It's um, Think of, uh, let's see, think of any high school movie you've ever seen, except instead of high school kids, they're all guys in their 30s and they're having a party. Like it's the same kind of deal where hey guys, don't mess up my parents' house, except he's like 35. So, <laughs> or however old he is. And so we learned at some point uh, in the thing here that the reason that Patty Pat and Jen broke up when they were in high school is because at some point they walked, somebody, she walked in on him and this guy's like the uh, Ronnie's twin sister. And it looked like the sister, like they were doing it, right? Because the sister really just wants to bang this guy. And so that's why they're not together. And that's, well, they weren't, I guess. Um, And so, of course, in typical movie fashion, it happens again. You know, uh, goes up to kind of get away from the party and she's already there and she's basically, you know, topless and, uh, you know, hilarity ensues. And so then, so he's caught by Jen with the girl he doesn't like and doesn't want to be with. And he, at this point, has realized that he wants to be with Jen again. So he's that's number one. Uh, then the Secret Service guy appears when he's like doing this admission, like, Jen, I'm still in love with you. And then the twin sister comes out like, hey, come back to bed. And the Secret Service guy is there. He's caught all of this. And then his parents come home. And so they said, hey, no funny business. And of course, he threw a party for all his friends. And then, you know, so things aren't going well for our guy. So he decides, you know what? I'm done with this. I don't want to do this anymore. He takes the plane ticket. Again, he never ripped it up, never threw it away. He took it. He's getting the hell out of there. And as he's leaving, uh, Mitchell, the friend who faked his death, that got him back to the town in the first place, cut a really great, like, promo. Like, you just left. You didn't say goodbye. You just, like, you cut us all out for no reason. And it hurt all of us. Like, we were friends, and you decided to just to Chicago, to the city, to wherever, with this new life that you're living, and basically, like, forgot all about us. And it's a really big moment, I think, because he Mitchell's completely right. Like, he's completely right in all of it. Like, this guy just jetted off to the big city and basically said, like, he's he hadn't been back since, I think they said he'd been back, like, two times in 15 years. And, like, he basically wanted to cut everyone there his parents included, out of his life. He's like, yep, done with all this. We did it already. We are good to go. And so then he's pretty much like on his way out of town. Like he's at the airport or he's going to the airport. And 
the rest of the team agrees we're going to play without him, and we're not going to play with pads because our locker room with our equipment is burned down, and we're going to play on uh, the old lady's lawn where they used to play, and there was a scene earlier in the movie when uh, Patty Pat was still taking this seriously, when he, they were watching old tapes, and on the film reel was, or I guess on the tape, it's not that old, um, on the tape was footage from them playing on this old lady's lawn, like just playing football with each other in this backyard. And so they agreed, hey, we're going to play here. The lady said, sure, just watch the plants. Uh, watch the plants, not wash them. Maybe they did wash them too. Um, so they're playing without pads. They're playing on old lady's lawn, and it's not going well for them. So Patty Pat's at the airport, and it's basically like a clip show where he's reminiscing on everything that happened since he left to come back to town. It's good. It's bad. He's laughing. He's getting mad. And so we don't know if he's coming back because a storm is coming. His flight might be canceled. We're not sure. So at this point, he has like a revelation. We cut back to the game. It's not going well for uh, for the Badgers at all. They're getting their asses kicked. So uh, Patty Pat finds his coach and he's like, all right, fourth quarter. We're down two touchdowns. We're going to make this happen. And of course they did because it's a feel-good sports movie and uh, they, they got it. The good guys win, and then we get to uh, <laughs> we get to the end of the game, and he's celebrating like he's on the grass. He's celebrating because they just won, and his fiance or uh, hopeful fiance appears and is like, "Yep, I know everything. I know about the town. I know about uh, the girl you're in love with. I know about your dead friend who just caught the winning touchdown. I got everything." And then she says, "And you think like she's gonna say, all right, screw you.'" But at first, she's like, you know what? We're going to get on the plane. We're going to go to Chicago. We're going to fix all this stuff. It's going to be great. And he just goes, you know what? Nah, I'm good. He's like, we're going to, she's like, we're going to go home. He's like, nope, I'm already home. I'm good. So he has figured out through the course of this movie that the lifestyle he was living, the big city, the fancy job, the vegetarianism, the dumbass girlfriend, he's like, I don't want that. It's not where, it's not what I want. So, he says, you know what? I'm sorry. We can't do this. And uh, so she leaves in a huff. And I I was really hoping, I said earlier, I was really hoping she was never going to figure out what happened. But ah, what can you do? It is what it is. So she figured it all out. They break up. And uh, in the end, because this is a feel-good sports movie, the good guy gets the girl. And I think I figured out why I like this movie so much. Because I really did. I mean, it's you had everything. It's maybe a little cookie cutter, but you got everything. A really fun soundtrack, a funny cast, uh, a football, right? So I figured it out. Number one, it's a football movie, and I'll watch any of those. Number two, it's like a Hallmark movie. Like, of course, the guy in the big city is going to come back to his hometown, and they're going to play the football game, and it's going to save the town and rally everybody around and uh, you know lift everybody's spirits and maybe get this town going in the right direction again. And of course, he's going to leave the big city girl to hook up or, you know, be with the small town girl who uh, from high school, right? Of course, he, uh, he was going to do that. I predicted it halfway through. And again, maybe I watched too many of these movies. Maybe it was just really easy to spot. Uh, let me know if you spotted it as well. And I, um, I thought it was great. I enjoyed the movie a lot, knowing nothing about it going in. I had a lot of fun. It was funny. It was heartfelt. It was, uh, it was solid. So... Yes, I recommend, uh, it's on Hulu in the U.S., The Turkey Bowl. If you want a good, you know, topical Thanksgiving movie that's not planes, trains, and automobiles, 
Uh, I can recommend this one because uh, Jill hates planes, trains, and automobiles, which is very upsetting, by the way. But anyway, um, yes, I recommend. Of course, the good guy got the girl. The good guys won the game. And um, yeah, his high school friends sent him a lot of pictures of themselves naked, which is, God, I, I'm glad no one does that for me. So there you go. That was uh, that was fun. I enjoyed it. I might do some more movie reviews on the show. I don't, they could be messy and they could be, uh, you know, movies I hate it turns out. But uh, yeah, movies I've never seen, I may review them. So if you have any suggestions for movies, let me know. And uh, there's a good chance whatever you suggest, I've never seen because I don't watch a lot of movies. So uh, there you go. That uh, <laughs> We did it. The bulk of the show, the uh, the fun part of the show, I guess. Uh, we did it. We reviewed a movie. So if you enjoyed it, let me know. If not, let me know that too. All right. So uh, here's a sound effect of some sort. Maybe I don't know what it's going to be. And then uh, we're going to get on with the show. So there you go, the Turkey Bowl on Hulu. I enjoyed it very much. I did. If you couldn't tell, I did. I liked it a lot. And uh, yeah, I did figure out why. So there you go. Speaking of football, yeah, we're doing this in a weird order. If it's going to sound different, I'm sure it's fine. Uh, We have a game of the week for NFL Week 11. And I decided once again, because there are so many bad teams and bad games, and I thought instead of looking for a good one, Just pick a bad one and try to have some fun with that. So that's what we shall do. So we went with the Detroit Lions at the Cleveland Browns. Now, a week ago, I was very excited watching on Red Zone as the Lions were tied with the Steelers in overtime and seemed to be driving toward uh, a win. And maybe they missed the field goal in the fourth quarter or overtime. I don't remember. But I was very excited because I wanted to have the Lions get their first win against the Steelers in Pittsburgh. But I really think the better outcome was a tie because ties in the NFL are hilarious, objectively. Even when it's your team, sorry, Tim, uh, objectively funny are ties in the NFL. I love it. And uh, it's just, it's I just every bit of it, everything about it. I think I love that more than if the Steelers had lost, honestly. Uh, it's just, oh my God, it's so funny. Oh, geez, I love it so much. The Browns also are a goddamn mess. Baker Mayfield uh, playing with one arm, basically, and I don't think he's that good with two arms, healthy. Um, I, I, Odell is gone. The drama there, that was messy. Uh, that's just gross. And uh, I don't know, I think all their running backs are hurt that I mentioned a few weeks ago when we talked about the Browns. When I said, hey, I think it's time to... Uh, Take the Browns seriously as a contender. Since then, they've gone to <laughs> So, uh, for me, this is a perfect game to talk about. I really, I honestly I wish this was on Thanksgiving. I wish I could talk about this next week with Jill here. And I, I, I really do, because I think that'd be really funny. Damn, I wish she was here right now. I want to hear her talk about the Lions and the Browns. Ah, damn it. All right, anyway, uh, we can't always win. Um... Speaking of can't always win, the goddamn Lions can't win, can they? Uh, are they going to do it? You know what? I'm going with it. The Detroit Lions are going to win this game. The Browns are a mess, and they're always going to be the Browns. I think uh, the Lions will get their first win of the year against the Browns Whoop in Cleveland. There we go. Clicking on way too many things over here. So give me the Lions to get their first win of the year. Um, although, oh, it'd be really funny if they're the first team to go 0-16-1. Oh, Man, that'd be funny. Should I root for that? Should I pick the Lions but root for a loss? Is that is that a thing I should do? I don't know. Oh, this sounds... This is so... Oh, God damn it! Should I change my pick? I don't want to pick the Browns. They're a mess. The Lions 
are also a mess. But I, I oh, damn it. Now I kind of want to have that, oh, 16 and one, and I want to be right. Oh, Christ. No, you know, we're going to stick with it. Give me the Lions for the win. I don't know how they're going to do it uh, or if they're going to do it. It'd be funnier if they kept losing, but I will take the Lions to get the win. There you go. There's week 11. Uh, next week, starting next week, I should say, Jill will be joining me for uh, to make her own NFL picks. She's going to pick every game. She knows very little about the NFL, so it's going to be a lot of fun, and I can't wait to do it. Um, it's more work for me on the back end, yes, but that's okay because it's going to be really fun, I think, I hope, and I hope you enjoy it as well. So there you go. That's the NFL for week 11. That is basically the show for uh, as far as I'm concerned. For the moment, we will hopefully uh, turn it over to the captain if he is available. If not, then we play Tim's hat again. That's fun for me. I don't know if it's fun for you, but I enjoy it. It makes me laugh. So, uh, But in any case, we'll cross our fingers and toes and hope that the captain is there to update us on what's been going on with the Fly Guys. Good sir, the floor is yours. Take it away. Hey, Flyers fans. Mark back at you again with another Flyers. Oh, dude, yeah. Woo. Man, it feels good to be back talking Flyers hockey with you. So guys, let's dive in to what has been going on. So the Flyers ended up taking it to the Hurricanes in Carolina, ended up beating them Friday 2-1. to one. Hurricanes, one of the best teams in the league. The Flyers, fun fact, have beaten the three out of the top five teams in the league right now on their home ice. The Flyers are for real and they're coming for you. So the Flyers followed that up, unfortunately, second game of that away stand. They ended up losing 5-2 to two versus the Stars on Saturday. It was a tough game. The Flyers just seemed to not be able to get it together during that game. It was tough. You know, it, those things happen when you're on the road, but it's okay because the Flyers turned it right back on. They came home, ended up winning 2-1 to one versus the Flames in overtime. A very pretty goal by Kevin Hayes coming back, giving the shout-out to his recently deceased brother. Very, very sad story, but he was able to make it happen, and then the Flyers ended up winning it in overtime. Excellent tic-tac-toe play. Loved it, loved it, loved it. Now the Flyers are going to be taking on the Lightning Thursday night at home and then following that up with a game against the Bruins on Saturday. Three-game homestand. We'll see if they can continue to build up points against good teams. Then the Flyers are going to take on the Lightning in Florida on Tuesday and then following it up the very next night against the league-leading Florida Panthers on Wednesday. They're going to see what they can do on their home ice. So, guys, the Flyers have an action-packed week. They are really making it happen. Love to see this depth, though, of this young team. They are just calling guys up. Ryan Ellis, unfortunately, been out for a long time. Came back for the one game and then had to go back out. They're talking about a few weeks until he can get his body right, which is a shame. They really need that kind of defensive presence of that veteran there. But you know what? The Flyers are going to keep it next man up. They're going to make it happen. A stellar play by Carter Hart. I can't say enough good things about this kid. Everything that we heard over those few years, hey, this kid's coming up. He's going to be great. He's going to be great. He's going to be great. This is the time that we're seeing his greatness flash. Carter Hart is on 
fire, and I love to see what he can do. And let's see what he can do starting against the Tampa Bay Lightning. So guys, you can hear the excitement in my voice, and I know you're excited too. Enjoy the games coming up, and I will talk to you soon. Well, that's it for me here inside the Melting Pad on Next Level Radio. Thank you, my friend. Or uh, if we heard Tim's ad again, I appreciate that. The Melting Path, the Next Level Network. And uh, sorry if I've sounded different during this episode. I moved the mic in a different place, and um, I hope it sounds okay. I don't know. I didn't test it today because I don't have time. Uh, maybe I should have just done it the normal way. But anyway, it's too late for that now because we're already more than, more than uh, we're done. Anyway, there you go. That's all. <laughs> That's all for the things. My thanks to High Street for the tune, highstreetofficial.com. For all the stuff, again, they occur courtesy of Trend PR. Their new album, Revival, is coming out December 10. So go get it when it drops. There you go. And uh, if you enjoyed the movie, The Turkey Bowl, let me know. 209-867-HEY. That was a weird way to do that. 209-867-7638 with your questions, comments, concerns, observations, and, of course, corrections, text, voicemail. Do what you got to do. And uh, that'll be that, right? Are we good? I think we're good. Yes, thank you for joining me next week. No show on Saturday because it's on Thanksgiving. My friend Hope Vista Revive joins the show finally. I've wanted to have her on for a very long time. And we had a great conversation. It was really fun. It's a long one. Um, again, I don't say that to be a bad thing, but I, you know, we I expected to go 15, 20, and we went an hour. So, oh, well, not quite, but uh, we went all over the map we, in a good way. We talked about all kinds of different stuff. So uh, it was really fun. And again, more work than I've ever done for a Thanksgiving show. Uh, but I'm looking forward to everybody hearing it because it was so great. So that's next Thursday. Um, yeah, I think we're good. TheNextLevelNetwork.com for all the show stuff, TheMelticPat.com for all of my stuff. And that is all for today. Thank you so much for listening. I got to go check on my food. We made it out with just enough time to spare. Uh, that's all. This has been an A Boiling production. G-Love and Special Sauce with Cold Beverage. They're going to play us out as they always do. Philadelphonic.com for more from them. And that, my friends, is our show. Oh, man. Until next time, have fun. Be safe. Thank a veteran. Wear your mask. Wash your hands. Get vaccinated when you can. And, of course, don't do anything I wouldn't do. Yeah, we're good. I, I'm out of stuff to say. This Jeez, uh, we already did that. You've been inside the melting pack. Oh, my God. On the next level network. Go crap open a cold one. Yo. Could I get a cold beverage? I need some leverage. A sweaty ass as a lemonade will be nice. Stop a fight from the top to a BK. Got a vodka, a drink, but cross. Got the bait on the front porch. Yeah, I got some ice tea. If you like a taste of tea, then come along with me. Summertime is steaming, don't give me no work. Blast some ice and a dash up from the martini time. Yeah, yeah, feeling cold and bring your own beverage. It's me, so it's cold. Please fix me a large slice. Summertime is cool, the heat is getting old. Yeah, I have a beverage, sweet, so it's cold. Cold, 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 cold. Need something from the bar? Yeah, I like cold beverage. Yeah, I like cold beverage. Yeah, I like cold beverage.
Sticking in the fridge, sticking in the fridge, sticking in the fridge. Go girl, work the cold one. Go girl, work the cold one. What? Go girl, work the cold one. Go girl, work the cold one. Yo, what I'm missing? Let's keep one thing clear. The bait's over there, the brew's right here. Two six packs and a big bag of ice. And you can a bite, but the brew tastes a nice back to the ball. So very decorous and a colada. Need a whole lot of them food drinks. They got some meat up I must tell you, I'm the Kool-Aid kid. When you serve my drink, please stick it in the fridge. Cause I like cool beverage, yeah. I like cool beverage, yeah. I like cool beverage, yeah. Uh-huh, I'm kind of thirsty, yeah. I like cool beverage, yeah.